Welcome to Vocab Lab, where we help you enhance your vocabulary for standardized tests like the SAT, ACT, and TOEFL. I'm Amber, here to guide you through the linguistic trenches. And I'm Jack. Today we're shedding light on three words that are as eclectic as they are essential. Get ready for an excursion into language. Will impassive be descriptive of your demeanor by the end, or will you find yourself feeling a bit maudlin? Keep listening to find out. Starting us off, we have excursion. That's E-X-C-U-R-S-I-O-N, excursion. And it's a noun. An excursion is a short journey or trip, especially one taken for leisure or pleasure. As a secondary definition, it can also refer to a deviation from a regular pattern, path, or level of operation. An easy way to remember it is to think exit course. You're going off your usual course for a little while. Nonetheless, people might incorrectly use it to describe longer journeys, but it's usually meant for brief ones. Now, as for its etymology, excursion dates back to the 1570s, stemming from the Latin word excursio, which means a running forth, sally, or expedition. Example sentence one, the family planned an excursion to the nearby botanical garden to enjoy the spring blooms. Example sentence two, during the physics lecture, the professor's mind went on an excursion and she began talking about her love for sailing. Next up is impassive. Spell it out with me. I-M-P-A-S-S-I-V-E, impassive. This adjective describes someone who does not show any feeling or emotion, who seems unaffected by pleasure or pain. For those of you keen to remember, think of it as im, meaning not, and passive, like passive reaction, not reacting to emotion. Commonly confused with uninterested or indifferent, impassive focuses more on the lack of emotional expression rather than a lack of care or interest. Its roots can be traced back to the early 15th century from medieval Latin impassivus, meaning not suffering or not feeling pain. Example one, despite the chaos around her, the queen remained impassive, her gaze steady and serene. Example two, the jury was instructed to remain impassive throughout the trial to avoid swaying the proceedings. Finally, we come to maudlin. Let's spell it, M-A-U-D-L-I-N, maudlin. This adjective is used to describe someone who is tearfully or weakly emotional, often through drunkenness, leading to overly sentimental behavior. One trick to remember maudlin is to think of Mary Magdalene, from whom the word originated, often depicted as weeping. Sounds like Magdalene, maudlin. Beware of confusing it with genuine sadness or grief, as maudlin implies an exaggerated or insincere display of emotion. The word has its origins in the late Middle English from the medieval Latin term magdalene, meaning magdalene. Example one, films that focus on nostalgic childhood memories tend to become maudlin. Example two, after a few glasses of wine, the toast at the wedding took a maudlin turn, with the speaker becoming tearful over memories of the past. Now, let's take a quick quiz to see how well you've absorbed these words. I'll give a sentence with the word blank, and Amber will jump in with the correct vocabulary word. Ready? Hit me with your best shot, Jack. Here's the first one. After three hours of deliberations, the judge noted the blank expression of the juror in the front row. That would be impassive. Spot on. Next, the company retreat featured an afternoon blank to the historic downtown area, complete with a scavenger hunt. Sounds like an excursion. Exactly right. How about this? He found the movie's ending a bit too blank, as every character suddenly started sobbing about friendship. 
Oh, that's got to be maudlin. You're on a roll. Moving on. Her blank stare was often mistaken for rudeness, but she was just incredibly good at controlling her emotions. That's impassive again. Yes, the children's unexpected blank through the woods left them muddy but exhilarated. Definitely an excursion. And for the last one, the speech began humorously but ended on a blank note, with the speaker tearing up as he thanked his mentor. That's a classic example of maudlin. Great job, Amber. And to you, our listeners, I hope you were playing along and nailed those just like Amber did. Stay tuned as we take a quick excursion back to our previous episode's vocabulary words. Remember the words idolatrous, umbrage, and deplore? Well, let's refresh your memory before we finish today's journey. First up from last time is idolatrous, I-D-O-L-A-T-R-O-U-S. This adjective describes excessive devotion towards something or someone to the point of worship, like someone who might have an idolatrous obsession with a celebrity. Example, she had such an idolatrous admiration for the singer that she attended every concert and owned all merch. Next is umbrage, U-M-B-R-A-G-E. Umbrage is a noun meaning offense or annoyance. You might take umbrage at a rude comment, for instance. Example, he took umbrage at the article that misrepresented his statements. Lastly, deplore, D-E-P-L-O-R-E, which is a verb meaning to express strong disapproval of something. After witnessing the pollution at the beach, she deplored the locals' negligence. Example, environmentalists deplore the decision to build the factory near the wetlands. We hope you enjoyed revisiting these words as much as we did. And don't forget to download and listen to the next episode of Vocab Lab, where we'll introduce three new vocabulary words and test your recollection of today's words. Excursion, impassive, and maudlin. As we sign off, we want to say thank you for joining us in the Vocab Lab. If you have questions or vocabulary words that you would like to suggest for future episodes, please get in touch at vocablab at pagepods.com. Our email address is also in the show notes. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving a review so that others can learn more about us. To stay up to date on the latest episodes and for show transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter at vocablab.pagepods.com. The link is also in our show notes. This has been Vocab Lab with Amber and Jack. Until next time, keep building your vocabulary and expanding your mind.